welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast, so there's likely going to be some adult language. So, yeah, take that as your warning. My name's Ethan, and I am the voice of Kaylin. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to Whiskey in the Stream. Uh, we are an all-gentleman crew tonight. Uh, Scarlet and Root are out. Uh, Scarlet did the recap. No, she did not. Vren, you did the recap last time. So, Gurdon and Kaylin, please roll a d20 for the recap and low goes. Alright. Oof. You have a 30% chance of beating him. Um, something weird's going on with roll twenty. Okay, I got it. Two, one. Let's get the ones out now. Yeah, natural one. Now. Gurdon, what happened last time? Right. I have very poor notes, just so you know. Um. Well, from my perspective, what happened is um, I didn't miss any of time in the last session, so I picked right up in the middle of this giant sphinx. I'm um, having a conversation with all the characters, and no one had lost hands or anything of that nature at this point in my life. So, hanging out with these guys, and um, Gurdon is very excited about the possibility of regrowing his hair after being mauled by a mimic in the sewer. Um, so, he convinces, is this guy a sphinx? What is he called again? Aracles. This guy, Aracles. Yes. Um, ends up getting some like, hair regrowth ointment. It's all exciting. Um, we're all chilling, having some dinner. All the other stuff happens. We pop out of this guy's um, time bubble, time sphere. His little, his weird room where, <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> we pop out of this guy. And his, uh, his black hole interstellar movie. His that thing. Um, yeah, we pop out of that guy, and we run into what looks like um, some chaos is going on here. We've got, like, robots, these uh, steel horse um, rebuilding one another. There's uh, some raspy dude that gets really angry with us, throws up some sort of invisible barrier around himself, and starts to attack us. Um, Gurdon's immediately turned into a T-Rex. He's chomping on things. He's throwing things that he's chomping on. Uh, there's some combat. That's that's effectively what I got written down. Yeah, so now there is one point of order. Uh, I made a mistake last go-around, and I kind of, I thought the thing that the enemy was using was a solid cube. It is not. It is a barrier. So, Scarlet's teleport should have worked. What I'm going to say is that the Enemy kind of shifted a little bit, so she just ended outside of it, but she gets the full use of her teleport back. Because I know it is like an ability they only use so many times. Um, so, my apologies, but that's probably the best I could do to fix it right now. Okay. Because I didn't think to, you know, double check it until later. But we are going to stop at, or stop. We're going to stop before we begin. Uh, but we are going to start at the top of the turn order with Scarlet. Uh, she has just aided in taking down one of the bots. Uh, a wrapped up body with some wire sticking out of it is to her right. She's inside of an insect swarm at the moment. Does and she take damage at the start of her turn there or no? End of the turn. End of the turn. And just to confirm, because I just removed the condition... I remember moving through the swarm. That's why I was trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. All conditions are removed, right? No, nobody else is incapacitated or anything like that. We all that got cleared, right? Yes, pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. I thought so, but then I couldn't remember if Vren may have been incapacitated, but maybe it was. No, I slammed Brute into the table. To unincapacitate her. That's right. That. That's right. Yep. She was the one that got re-incapacitated, and then you just yeah. yeah. And then Brent did get it, but then he used Portage to see yeah. through it, and then wasn't affected. 
That's right. Okay, cool. So, again, is it difficult terrain in there? It is. All right, so she'll use her Blessing of the Raven Queen to teleport. What's the distance? I have it too, so let me. 30 feet. I don't know if she can. She probably can't see him from there. No, it's uh, lightly obscured inside the area. 5, 10, 10, 20. Can she see him now from here? Yes. All right, so she'll teleport with her bonus action. What? Oh, hang on, it's difficult terrain in that section. Sorry. Um, 10, 20. She can still 10, probably be. 20, 30. And then teleport is what, 60 feet for that, for your guys' ability? No, I think it's 30. Oops. Oh. Uh, 30 feet. All right. All right, so I don't think she could do that. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is dead. It's just him, right? Uh, at the moment, that is correct. All right. She's going to teleport anyway. Are these 10 feet? Mm, five feet. Once you're out of the insect plague, anyway. So five, ten. So just, she'll just use one teleport. Ooh. Yeah, so that's movement and bonus. Anything for her action? Actually, let me back up. And she 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 can dash as her action, right? Mm-hmm. But she could do five, ten, fifteen, whatever. She could teleport inside his circle with him. And that'll give her maybe a chance at an attack of opportunity. So that's the plan. Got it. All right, that is uh, that's it for her, correct? Yeah. Got it. All righty, it is now Rattle's turn. Uh, he is mm-hmm. going to step forward, and Scarlet, actually only Scarlet, can see him pop open a small panel that looks like it was a smooth part of this pillar and then connect his hand in and he's in there staring at her uh, and then she hears a rather quiet voice but with her perception uh, she can hear copy confirmed alright that is his action for his bonus uh, he reaches with his other hand and taps on his forearm and reactivates spiritual weapon <laughs> Rather annoyed that he lost it last time. It is not concentration. Do, 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 do. Okay, what? Oh, okay. Sure, don't don't click the thing I want you to. I, that's perfectly fine. Oh, pardon me, gents. I think it's the point you can see, isn't it? <clears throat> I love it when stuff doesn't load. Also, as often as this spell comes up, you're, you know, it's kind of a surprise I don't have this one memorized for some reason. What are you trying to remember? 60 feet, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good, good way to start D&D. Dabbing chocolates and peanuts. They're delicious. Nice. I got some apple stolen bread. Stolen bread? Like stole it bread? Stolen? Stolen? Yeah, like the marzipan and apple filled raisin German oh. bread thingy. <laughs> okay, so D20. And why is this character sheet not loading? That's only going to be a big issue. I've got too much on my desk. Not enough. Normal stuff. All right. T-Rex, uh, the drone, lifts back up and then swings over for another attack. Uh, 18 to hit. Um, Let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah, that definitely hits. Got it. All right. That is, jeez, 12 points of force damage. Oh, you're almost dead. <laughs> Getting there. Right. Uh, and right, his action, he charged. Connected to the cool. Alright, next up is Varen. Um, just this is an aside. So when she teleported next to him <laughs> and he moved away, is she still inside the sphere? Yep, so it's a, a cube space. 
See, oh, she's in the cube. Okay. Yeah. So he only moved five feet. So he's still within melee range, but and she's also still within inside the cube. And we haven't been able to attack through the cube. Has anybody used spells on him? I can't remember. I don't think so. Right. So far, you had cast uh, Mind Sliver, but he saved. Um, okay. People have not been able to move through the cube so far. So, like, the T-Rex bounced off of it. Uh, Scarlet bounced off of it. Uh, the dead robot guy at him. Yeah, the dead robot did not bounce off and did hit and damage Rattle. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. I forgot what my portent numbers were. I used one, and I think it was like a natural 20. I probably typed it in here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Holy shit. Uh, so, side note, just in case anyone was curious, if you scroll up and click on you know, view chat entries, or view all chat entries, it does show all of the pictures in full form, and the one of... The giant lion thing that has another lion thing molding out of its paw is horrifying. When I I got it shows me nothing. It's just really? yeah. When I hit on chart, mm. chat archive. Whoop. Wow. Maybe because I'm not the GM or something. Yeah, because it's showing me nothing. Okay, because I was trying to look back. Um, I know I used the crit for something. Uh, to prevent being incapacitated. Do you care if I just roll a die for now? Or do you want me to just say it's out of it? Uh, let me see if I can see it. Because I'm, I'm okay. making it through the giant sphinxes right now. So I'm getting closer. Although one of the giant sphinx prompts has confused me a little bit. It's a giant woman and a small house cat. Yeah, I tried to get a sphinx with a cat person next to him. And it that's what it gave me. I was like, put uh, <laughs> it, uh, AI doesn't understand what a Leonin or a Tabaxi are. There's not enough of it on the internet to scrape. Uh, a 17 and a natural 20 was what you had before. Okay, so I used the 20, so I got a 7. Yeah, these, these pictures blown up are <clears throat> something else. Really like, there's one that. where the Sphinx mummy thing looks sort of baboonish, but it has a cigarette in its chin. Yeah, I know. That was uh, like a high or something. Drug oh. Sphinx or something. Um, all right. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to climb over. So that's 10, 15, 16, 20, 30. I will teleport. Use my bonus action. And then I'm going to cast Hold Monster on... Got it. What's the range on that one? Whole monster is like 90 feet. Legit. And it's a wisdom save. Uh, and it's a magical effect. So you have. Oh, that's not the right person. That would have been funny. Okay. Uh oh. All right. 28. Ah. So All you right. see the little clock faces start slowing around him uh, before they just kind of shatter. All right, so that's my action, my bonus action, and my movement. So that is that. All righty. All righty. All right, so she sees Ren just go, boop, boop. Come back, friend. I'm supposed to protect you. I can't move her. But uh, she will try and, so it be like 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30 oh, 25. Where do you want her to be? If uh, she's got like a fly speed of like what 50 feet or something like that, um, do keep in mind insect plague is a sphere, okay? Sorry, I did not realize that her just normal walking speed was only 25. Yeah, her walk speed is slow, but her fly speed is 50. And with this, with her, it's just she just flies instead of walks, right? It's nothing special. It's up to her. Uh, well, she will fly to okay. get closer to Ren. So I guess it would be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 
30. She's going to avoid not going into the sphere and get the whole 50. Close as she can. Do you mind pinging where you want her and I'll move her? 50. Oh, right here. Uh, right in front. She can get 50 there. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and with that, even with the sphere, is Mummy Lord visible? Yes, just partially obscured. Okay. Um, oh, never mind, because Summon Beast is concentration. She did cast Magic Stone, so she does at least have one of those, but the partial cover will increase the AC. What's the range on Magic Stone? 60 feet? So it means not, oh yeah, it's not in her action, so. Yeah, it is 60 feet. Okay, so... Yeah. She will... curl a magic stone for right now. Got it. So for her, it's a D20 plus 10. Alright, I'm going to have to rule it as Kaylin. so just take this. Plus 10. 18. 18. Unfortunately, with the insects in the way, uh, she bounces off of the pillar right next to him. Darn. <laughs> um, and then that'll be it for the end of her turn right now. Um, her beastie, which let me sorry, I'm trying to. Do we know? Do we recall if she's summoned it at second level or higher? Second. It is second. Okay, so she's got the single attack. All right. It points twenty thirty land. Okay, so I'm going to move. It. 10, 20, 30. Oh, all right. Yeah, just three spaces over. Trying to get out of the sphere towards her. Hang on, I'm going to add you to... There we go. All players can control the doggo. Oh, sweet. All right, so... 10, 20, 30. We went on the table. It could get through there. Oh, yeah, there we go. So it does have to jump up. Because it does block, so that is going to take movement as well. Okay, so it'd be like twenty. Yeah, and then it can get out right to that corner. Thirty. Okay. Good. It is out. Uh, it only has twenty thirty hit points. I am not sure what it's currently at. Uh, don't, don't know if it's it damaged yet. Okay, so the initial plague didn't damage it at all. Oh shit. Yeah, go ahead and make a con save for it, please. Okay. Because it's first turn, it should have taken uh, damage. Con save would be, I think it's plus three. <clears throat> Whoops-a-doodle. Oh, all good. By the way, Caitlin and Brent, thank you guys for taking on your allies' character sheets. This really does make things a lot easier for me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. <laughs> So that's going to be failed, so it's going to be 4d10 oh. piercing. Should be fine. Okay. It has two hit points left. <laughs> it's less than fine. <laughs> you know, I can never roll that high when I'm a player. Of course not. Just when you're accidentally Just when you're trying to kill, to kill him. Okay. And then with that, also, that's my turn. Got it. All right. Gurdon Rex. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think you said last time it was Turden. <laughs> That's right. Turden. Yeah. Um, I see where I'm standing. All of my friends over here in the corner have left me. There's a very annoying. Uh, what, what does this spiritual weapon look like? It looks like a, a small metal smooth canister, almost like a capsule, with these whirling blades at four corners. Okay. Um, let's see. Because what... the T-Rex is not very bright, correct? Yeah, not particularly. I mean, you do still know who the bad guy is. I know two yeah. plus two equal three. Do I know that this thing is... It's not something I should bite. <laughs> it's what I'm trying to figure out here. <laughs> but this hurts. This sucks. Um, I would I'm gonna say get that away from it. 
like you can like easily like react to it and like you kind of phase through it a little bit. So I mean you would recognize that this isn't edible. Yeah. What would right. happen if you ate a spiritual weapon? That's what I'm trying to like, do I want to try to do that? <laughs> I don't think that's what he wants to do. But I'm trying to figure out if he's smart enough to not do that. It would just you know shred what? my mouth open. Because this thing, you know, I, I flavored it a little bit differently than a normal spiritual weapon. If you want to try to eat it and we can see how it goes, that's up to you. And I mean, back. man, I got some indigestion. <laughs> Pops back real quick. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a T-Rex would see this thing and try to just snap at it. So that's okay. that's where I'm going with it, right? Got it. Uh, are you attempting to bite it or tail smack it? To, to bite it. Got it. Uh, roll for nom. Yeah. Not Vietnam, but nom like nom nom. Yeah. Back in nam. Yeah. 19. Yep. Easily done. Uh, you kind of feels, you know, a little poking in the throat. And then it, it, it's gone. The buzzing fly that was... Hovering around you, you do not see. <laughs> you do not see. Is it uncomfortable to have this thing in my mouth? It <laughs> has not traveled down your gullet the way normally food should. It definitely doesn't feel comfortable. But, I mean, you've eaten... Well, no, you haven't. You're, this is the first time as your T-Rex. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Let's, let's find out together. As I'm looking this way, can I see? I see my friend over here. That's where I'm going. So the cube or the little square area down here is also difficult terrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's from the erupting earth. That uh, one of these I have to hit, right? Yeah, pretty much. Go through this guy. As large as you are, you're you're going through one of the two difficult terrains. Which is also funny that, like, you know. Disrupted Earth is difficult terrain for a T-Rex. Yeah. But it's magically disrupted. It's Don't magically forget you have reach. You have 10-foot reach. I think this is where I need to be to not be in this swarm, right? Am I right here? Right. Okay. Hmm. But I have any idea that homeboy is behind this pillar standing here? <laughs> yes. Know. Okay. I mean, you, well, then, you yes, saw him. I did see him. Mm -hmm. I thought he was hiding behind these pillars. I thought that was the objective. Oh no! Then I want well, to come over here him and try to smack him. Well, okay, gotcha. So before you do that, you did see him before go behind the pillar initially. But then, what are you doing from here? Like, I'm just going to try and smack him with my tail because he's angry. Okay, so trying to reach around the pillar. I'm going to like shift as 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 appropriate. Uh, if if you, I'm able to. You keep bouncing off of a solid wall. Boom. Okay. I'm confused. As a T-Rex. That's all I got right now. At the end of... Oh, wait. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. All of my character sheets have failed in roll 20. Thanks, roll 20. I love you hmm. too. Um, at the end of his turn, he's going to, or end of Gurdon's turn, Rydal is going to use a legendary action to attack with Rotting Fist at Scarlet. Rotting Fist. Oh, shit. When? Mm. I can't. Quit rolling so good. Okay, that's a, that's a nat nat natural 20. Range on Portent. Gonna place any attack roll saving throw ability check made. All right. So, all right. So we'll have to portent that as my reaction because my reroll is only within 30 feet. So, okay. So we'll portent that then 17 still hits. Okay. But it's not a crit, which is incredibly That's important. That's not a crit. And she'll use her uncanny dodge. Is that it? It's uncanny. It's something she does have like, an ally nearby. <laughs> she can have her 
if I remember rogues right, things. Evasion. That's what I'm no. creeping. No, dodge. There it is. You can reuse your action to have the attacks damage against you. Okay. So well, it'll probably end up being the collective of this damage then. Uh, okay. It is 14 points of bludgeoning damage and 21 points of necrotic. Does she also have resistance to necrotic as a Shatterkai? Yes. Okay, so the 21 gets reduced to 10. So then it becomes 24 total damage, which... Oh, wait, uh, she doesn't... She doesn't so, so I have a question. She's resistant to all damage because of her teleport? Oh, is that until the end of her next turn? Yes. Okay. All right, um, so it would be... Yeah, all right, so... Necrotic gets reduced because of ability. So that's 10. 24 total. The whole thing gets reduced because of the... Bitty bits. Um, so that's 12. And then she's uncanny dodging. Right. And that becomes 6. So she takes 16, all right. Dude's legendary action sucks. Yeah. Uh, I need a constitution saving throw, please. Never mind. It's not done yet. That's plus... Oh, wait, there's more! Plus three. Ten. Okay. Uh, her maximum hit points reduced by ten. Uh, and where his fist hits begins to feel dry and cracked. Um... Okay. All right. Uh, Kaylin, <laughs> it is your turn. All right. I think I tried this last time, but I can't remember if I actually ended up doing it or not. Did I try to, like, throw him up in the air with the lodestone? You did, and you couldn't do the gravity reverse, but you did the other one, and it worked, and he took damage. He did take damage? Okay, so it worked. All right. I just I realized I had not marked a charge, so that's why I was trying to make sure I do that. Got it. Okay. He is going to go ahead and 10. Step out. Okay. And then... All right, so it looks like melee is not working. He's going to do the same thing. He's going to use a lodestone to not reverse gravity gravitational thrust and he's going to expend a charge needs a dc 18 strength saving throw or we pushed up to 20 feet in any direction and he's kind of going to do like a diagonal to the wall and close to him magical uh magical effect yes okay i won't help him but yep still fails sweet so he'll kind of do like an upward angle just to give a little more height so that way he also falls. Does it do damage with the initial thrust or is it just from the fall? Just from the fall. It's just pushed in 20 direction, 20 feet. So, Got it. So 20 feet, he gets thrown up to the ceiling. After he passes 5 feet, Scarlet is also lifted up with him oh, and no. flies up and then smashes back down with him as so there's this 5 foot gap between them. Okay. So he moves up, smack, smack. Uh, he was actually, sorry, I may not have said it, um, trying to pull him towards him kind of at an angle at this wall, so it'd kind of be like, pull him towards him a little bit. I'm going to do not the same thing to Scarlet, though. But if yeah. it's going forward instead of up, it would be less fall damage. Yeah, it was just going to be like kind of an angle to the wall and then bounce. Yeah, because that, that's what I did. I had said before I found out about Scarlet, but so yeah, same thing will happen to her. Alright. Here and here. Uh so they get yanked. Please roll a D6. Uh sorry, two D6, because it's gonna D6. be initial impact and then hitting the ground. Okay. Eight. Eight. Alright, so Scarlet and Rattle both take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Right. Is there any save or no? Oh, uh, well, unfortunately, because she is trapped inside this barrier that living matter cannot pass through, she gets yanked along with him. So even okay. if she had made the strength save to prevent being thrown in the first place, she still would have been yanked because the barrier moved <laughs> with her. Got it. Okay. 
you also all see that the lights in the area blink when he gets ripped away from the pillar. Okay. Um, and if I'm recalling it correctly, when... Oh, he's going to make oh. a constitution saving throw for his... I was, was going to remind you there. Yeah, he's fine. Both. Um, and just as I rec- trying to remember when uh, Ren tried to attack him, she couldn't get within five feet of him, right? Like, she could only get as close as, like, here, for instance, right? Yeah. Okay. Initially, but then she teleported inside, inside. so she can fit yeah. within. But apparently she can't get out Leave. through dimensional means. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, well, this is all he can really do, but in order to keep raging, he is going to step back in. Okay, so since you're ending your turn there, I need another constitution saving throw, please. Actually, he can go a little bit. Oh, wait, so 10, 20. He'll actually, if you don't mind, I'll actually end it right here, just a little bit further, closer. Okay, but still inside the swarm? Yeah, still still inside the swarm. I, I need him to take damage so I can keep rage up. Got it. Please roll a constitution saving throw. Yep. 14. I am only seeing below 10 than my initial roll. Good news. Rolled ass. So <laughs> you only take 8 piercing damage. I only um, take 4. Nice. Cool. All right. I only lost right 10 hit points. <laughs> well, now technically I lost all my attempts, so... At the end of your turn, he's going to use another legendary action to punch Scarlet again. Uh, 24 to hit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're still resistant. All right. So the 13 or the 26 is reduced to 13 because it's necrotic. So the whole thing is 24 again. So then the whole thing gets reduced to 12. All right. She already used her reaction. So she's. Okay. All right. And then it is her turn. All right. Now she's pissed. She's going to stab him. Let's see. With the short scimitar sharpness. Uh, Directly to the forehead. Um, That can't be right. Plus five to hit. No. It's got to be. Plus plus nine. nine? Plus nine. Okay. Wait, because your proficiency bonus is four right now, right? It's not a plus one weapon, right? It's just, it's got no. its own special thing. Okay, so yeah, nine to hit. So that's 16? No, 17? No, 17. Yeah, 17 just hits. So it's a D6 plus five slash. And then she gets sneak attack because no one's within five feet, right? Wolf. Okay, so that's six points so far. Six plus her sneak attack, which is... 46? 5d6. Oh, 5d6. She? 1c plus the other 6, so 26. Nice. Okay. Uh, So 26, half is 13. 13. So yes, he still makes a save. How is he looking? Um, it's weird. As she's slashing through and he's getting kind of compressed in places, the metal is bent. Some of the flesh is cut, but there's no blood. There's a little bit of dust that falls out of it, but it makes it a little harder to tell how he's doing. You guys have done quite a bit of damage so far, so it's... Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, I guess she'll teleport back out for the time being, so that's two teleports. And because it's a teleport, he does not get an attack of opportunity, so that moves on. Okay. So action, bonus action, that's that's it. Got it. All right. It is Radal's turn. He is going to move here to be next to the pillar. He reaches in and pulls another panel and twists. You all see a flash go through each pillar, like it's illuminated from within. And then at the table, and really, Vren, you're probably the only person with an angle to see it. Uh, the plinth where you had seen the orb resting nearby before, 
pulses in time with the lights inside uh, Radol as he does this. And then you all hear groaning from inside the insect plague. There's groaning inside the insect plagues. Right, and those are allies. So they come after. Okay, and then bonus action. Uh, Gurdon. <laughs> yeah. Inside your throat, you feel something very sharp trying to tear its way out. Uh, because it is... I mean, there's, there's nowhere else for it to go. It just starts shredding. But let's see if it's strong enough to pierce through your esophagus. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. Okay. 27 to hit. It does hit. Twice, actually. Jeez. Good news. It's only five points of blood uh, force damage. <clears throat> okay. Right. And then... Root and Vren, you see coming out of the insect swarm bits of these little nanobots clinging and scurrying across it like these twisted black scarabs. The wrapped figures that were, you know, wires sticking out, the bodies were incorrect but now still moving, begin creeping forward. 20, 25, 30. Is it difficult terrain for them or no? It is not. They are allies. Okay. Wait, actually, you know what? Let me double check that. See if it specifies creatures or... <laughs> no, it does not specify. So he cannot save his allies. So let's move them back. Get Jas back there. Get back there. Okay, so... <laughs> 20. So, so it says when they... When they... Enter for the first time. So if they're created inside there, do they need to make a saving throw or no? Mm, good question. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to make them try to make the save. Why not? Right? 20. I'm not trying to rules lawyer you. Maybe that's just the way it is. They just appear in it. That's fine. I was just curious. No, I, uh, I think rules as written, it might have been one of those, like, you know, it's they just now exist in this area. However, I don't care. And I like the idea of it tearing apart its enemies since I didn't read it right the first go round. So the nanobots start nomming into them anyway. So let's give them both a con save. At number one. That that was an accident. And I hate that I just wasted a D20. Wasted, man. A crit. All right, so they both save, so they only take half of 18. So they both take nine. Okay. Oops. Can't have negative health. Well, I mean, you can, but not when they first arrive. Okay. All right, this one is going to swing at the wolf with a rotting fist of its own. Okie dokie. Oh, 24 to hit on Wolfie. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. I'm not even going to roll because it's, it's a lot more than that. Uh, Wolfie goes down. Because you only had two hit points, right? Yeah. Yeah. More than that number of die would hit the table, so. He's down. That, that's fine. That's, that's fine. This now I can one, do bigger spells. Okay, this one is going to attempt to glare at Vren. However, you are immune to fear, so nothing happens. All right. Uh, brr, brr, brr. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be it for now. Bren, uh, it is your turn. I'm going to lean down to Root and say, I trust you to make the right decisions going forward. And then I'm going to pull out a piece of guano from my pocket on my glove. I'm going to do 5, 10, 15, 20, teleport over to him. And cast fireball right inside his spear with us. Centered on him, I'm guessing? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that affects because it's inside an enclosed area, if that affects the explosion or not. But it used to, since we were talking about this before. This is one of those things that I got fussed at when I first switched over to 5e. I was like, no, the volume is still going to stay the same. We don't have to calculate that anymore. It's just simply okay. the radius. 
It's just, yeah, it's just the whole last thing. Is this fireball by chance? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay, and that's a twenty foot radius. Uh, yes. Okay. But I'm assuming it won't go through the barrier, <clears throat> right? It will. Really noted. Oh, it will. Well, that's because I, we anything we threw in there wouldn't go through, so I, that's why I did that because I thought we couldn't throw things through it. None of your spells have yep. gone through it. But when you threw a robot at it, it went through because the robot was already dead. Um, every spell so far that you've cast has affected it. It's just made it save. Oh. So would I know that? Yeah, because I like I was calling out like, you know, okay, you see the spell is taking effect, but it just it doesn't take hold. It made it save. All right, then I won't do that. I thought like we couldn't get anything to pass through it. Oh, oh yeah. So I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'll teleport in and just explode inside of it." But if if I could throw something through it, then I'll do that instead. You've thrown a, a stone at him, or root through a stone at him. Mm-hmm. He just missed. Yeah, just missed. Um. So she, no, before I don't wanna... seeing what he might have done, she would be like, "No, no, no! You things will go through it." Okay. Just hold the shoulder. No, no, no. It's gonna. Well, it's gonna hit Kaylin. That's fine. All right, then I'll throw. I'll just throw a fireball then. Because you you would hit Kaylin more than you would hit uh, Scarlet. So it. I don't want to hit Scarlet. Yeah, exactly. So it's okay. So I'd make sure that. I don't know why I can't select this ring. All right. So if that's the case, I'm going to just throw a fireball because I can't seem to do anything. Although I could magic missile. Fireball's cooler. I mean, I like fireball. Yeah, but then I wouldn't hit you. And do I whatever think you think will kill him. Yeah, I'll fireball him. Except there's no save for for magic missile. And it'd be 64 plus 6. So what's that? That's a minimum of 12. Fireball's minimum is nine. Has a higher maximum, but if he saves, he'll take half damage, and he can't save from magic. All right, I'm gonna do magic missile instead. Okay. All right, I'll just upcast it. What? What? Oh, so it gave you one missile's worth. So I gotta, I gotta do that like five more times. Can I just? I'll just do it over here. The roll over here. That's dumb. There's my dice. All right. Advanced roller. What do you need? Oh. 64 plus 6? Six? Yeah, 64 plus 6. 64 plus 6. That can't be right. No, that did 1d4 plus 6. What is happening? Mm-hmm. If you type slash r space 6d... Uh, All, right, there it All right. Oh, yeah, because it still did 1d instead of 60. Okay, so there's... Uh, eight force damage. No, I think it's 23. Six. Yep, six plus six. Wait, could you cast a fourth level? First level is three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, okay, so, so 23. 23. All right. You see all of those, um, like hands of a clock ripping through into them. All right, that is your action. You've only moved a little, so you still have plenty of movement and bonus. I'm going to hide behind Root. Okay. Uh, Does he make it so he'd need a... Oh, right. Constitution saving throw? Yeah. Yep. All right. Makes con save again. All right. Okay, next up. So I yell to them. I'm like, just shoot him with ranged weapons. Yeah. Seems to be the way to go. Um, all right. I don't know if Gurdon wants me to drop polymorph or not. <laughs> Gurdon's over here like, roar! <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him! Yeah, good. <laughs> Roots over here going like, well, I saw you first reach for the back one. Uh, I I can burn him a little bit. Just make a big sphere. Yeah, yeah. That's a wait. Good idea. Sorry, Ren. Are you done with your turn? 
Yeah, I'm just trying to decide if I should drop. No, I'll leave him. I'll leave Polymorph for now. All right, I'm good. Okay. All right, so at the end of your turn, he's going to use a legendary action uh, to turn into... Is he going to do that one? Yeah, he's going to do this one. He's going to turn into sand. And then reapparate. So now he's like the guy from Naruto. But right now, no one has line of sight thanks to the insect swarm. You did see the direction. So, Kalen, Yeah, your vision is partially obscured. Um, And Gurdon Rex... Turden, sorry. You did see his sand seem to kind of move in the direction to the right. But it kind of filtered through the floor a little bit as a sand pile. So, Turden is the only one that saw it. Which direction he went. No, Kaylin, you also saw your vision is partially obscured because you're partially inside the insect swarm. Okay. But you kind of saw him move. So you did see him leave at a bare minimum in the rough direction of where he went. Okay. Oh, man. I should have used her luck thing to try and not get hit earlier. Whoops. That's all good. Might need it later. Um. Wait. Vren, your, your turn's done? Yep, yep. Okay. Kalen would yell, I think he went to the right. Oh, okay. You're right or my right? Uh, That way. (laughs) And he'll point, but with the arm that's in the swarm. (laughs) So. You see the tiny T-Rex arm? (laughs) (laughs) Point with my tail. Um, And... This is all right. Before I go forward with Root's turn, can help me out here. And if I need to go through my notes to find it, I am more than happy to do that. But did Kaylin have a special javelin that had like a limited charge, either like a force charge or like a lightning thing? Or am I completely mixing that up with a different character? Either that or a boomerang, like the boom boomerang or something like that? Or a boomerang. Okay some reason, I don't have that in my equipment. So it was racking my brain. It's like, I know I heard of it. I know it existed at some point. (laughs) I don't remember what it did. Uh, Let me see if if it's a magical item that I can just quickly add, because that would add to Caitlin's plan. Just give me just a second. I'm going to grab a nice cube real quick. Yeah, storm. Ooh. Ooh. Well, 20 said we might experience occasional disruptions. Oh. I was looking at spells on roll 20. I wonder if it's a homebrew item that I need to search. I forget how to do that. Oh, what is that about? The DDoS. Oh, that's what it says it on the top of uh, roll 20 when I was looking through spells. I was looking at, yeah, I saw the same thing just now. Are the kids on the couch again? Names. Okay, so it's not just angry at me. Who would attack roll 20? (laughs) I mean, of all the things to attack. Right. I'm going to attack this thing that lets you play fake games. Probably because there's probably some people that I think you can have a subscription on it. On so you can pay for it, so that's probably what they would be after. Yeah, I have a subscription. All right, does anybody digits. does anybody remember how to search for a created but not like one of my own homebrew things? Because I think that storm boomerang was a a homebrew storm boomerang, a ranged weapon carved from Griffin Bone etched in the symbol. Of air, oh. when thrown as a range of 60 to 120 feet. Any creature proficient with the javelin is also proficient with this weapon. On Were you able to find that in D&D Beyond? Yep, mm-hmm. I just typed in boomerang. Under, like, equipment? No, just under the search on the main page. Oh. Yeah. There's 1d4 bludgeoning damage and 3d4 thunder damage. It makes it a DC 10 constitution saving throw or be stunned. Okay. How do I add that? So I can't link it because it's part of uh, Princes of the Apocalypse. 
That's one of the modules I bought when it was on sale. Oh, really? Yeah, they had in like super sales, so I got like for 15 bucks. Nice. And okay. same with well, Tomb of If Nine. you type in Storm Boomerang, it should be in there. Yeah, when I when I go to equipment, manage inventory to like add, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It only says Belt of Storm Giant and Potion of Storm Strength. Push Maybe Storm Giant. The uh, items that, you know, like the requirement. Yeah, I got everything unchecked. That's weird. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. I'll just use it. I'll just try and go off it, off the description, and figure out how to add it to Galen later. But okay, anywho, um, root. That's who I am right now. Okay, she is going to go. Uh, well, I'll go check the right side, and she's going to basically go back to the same spot she was. Well, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. She'll be flying 45, 50. She'll try and go right here. So that should be full 50. Oh, I can't move her, Ken. Mm. Okay. Where do you want her to be? Uh, right here. That should be the 50. And she be. Oh, yep. He's over here. And uh, he's got two friends over here, too. Oh, no, just the one. Uh, sorry. This guy is... Not part of uh, okay, okay. He's got one friend over here, too. Um, I'm gonna try and burn him, and she's going to cast. Oh, well, how how rough is he looking? Looking still just dented up, dented, cut up. Uh, it's really hard to tell since he's not bleeding. Yeah, it seems to be one of the few creatures you've met so far that hasn't bled anything. Okay, she's going to cast Flaming Sphere at 4th level. And center it right on him, and it's a 5 foot uh, diameter sphere. Going to turn him into a ball of hot. Yeah. 4d6. Yeah, just keep the sphere with him so he can't get away from it. That's awesome. (laughs) He tries to walk, the ball just keeps dragged with him. Oh yeah. And yeah, she so she can move it, and it lasts up to a minute. Okay, so he needs to make a dex saving throw. Of 18. For the save. Natural 20. And start rolling so damn well. I'm sorry. Well, it still takes half, so yeah. 4d6. <laughs> Not a terrible roll, so 18 fire damage. Sorry, 8 fire damage. Eight. Unless but he it's... really doesn't like fire damage. Yeah. Because he's awfully dry. Turn him into glass. Turn, turn that... Oh man, if I could strike him with lightning, turn the sand into glass. Oh yeah, I just realized you whispered to me, yeah, your camera's down. I don't know why that's happening. Okay. I'm going to leave and come back. You do see him get quite injured. They're going to buy that. Uh, and that's her action... And her spells, so she will leave it at that, and she'll just keep moving it with him. Okay. No, you'll be fine. the The camera being off already kind of moves stuff around, and when you rejoin it, you should go back to your original space. So you're good. I'll be right back. Oh, it took damage, so he needs to remake a con save for his insect swarm. Which has not done a lot in terms of damage, but it really seems to have made it difficult for you guys to uh, navigate what you're doing. Yeah, he saves. Okay. So that is Root's turn. When did he tell? He teleported after Vren's turn, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, Curtin. Can I see these? Sorry, go ahead. I was just trying to figure out how many legendary actions he's done. I think that's like four or five. Well, he had his turn because he did like three punches in a row or something like that Yeah. after each turn. And then it came back to his turn again. So he gets them back. That's crazy. Is that how it always works? Have I been playing them wrong? Yeah, legendary actions restart at the start of their turn. I'm so bad. No, no don't. They... I usually forget they exist. Like, I had a group fight a dragon. I'm like, man, why does this dragon seem so weak? Oopsies. And then, and then my sister accidentally made, what, little fairies as strong as dragons? 
harpies. harpies. Dragon harpies. <laughs> Oops. That was hilarious. All right, Gurdon. Can I see the panels on these pillars? Uh, actually, one of Did them it? is still open. The other ones had been closed when he pulled away, but one of them he got ripped away from, so it's still open. Mm. I want to smash that with my tail. Yeah. Uh, roll to attack. Uh, it's pretty much the whole. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. The whole damn pillar, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, that'll be plus 10 hit, ka-chow. Oh, sh- what is the AC of a ball? It's not that high, it just has some... Well, actually, no, it, it usually for stone, I think it's like 18. Oh. But, you know, it's not fully stone. So, uh, I am ruling this a hit. So go ahead and roll oh. damage. Going to collapse the room do, do, do. Hey. Uh, your tail into it. And the pillar begins to bend, and you see arcs of lightning spray out from the open spot of this port. Uh, the lights in the area all flash in the same time as the sparks. Uh, and the pillar bends, and then above you, you start getting pelted with little rocks. You glance up, and you can see pieces of the ceiling are starting to crack around the top of this pillar. But it is slightly bent. It appears to not be as stone as it appears. Okay. Um, I saw which direction this guy went, so mm-hmm. I'm going to head back in that direction. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move this little, little guy with me. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I see him. Um, let's see. Can I actually see him, or is it just a ball of fire at this point? You see him. You see a lot of the dry, cracked skin has blackened and is starting to do that peel away, like dry parchment. But he's still definitely there. There's still a ton of metal. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to bite this pillar when I'm standing next to because <laughs> right now Gurdon thinks there's something magical about these pillars for this man and he really enjoys playing with them so I'm going to stop that. Hey, got it. Yeah. That's the wrong guy. That's the wrong guy. And chill. 13. <laughs> 13, you're not quite able to pierce through that outer casing. You dent it in several places, and so the stone looks odd because it should have, like, cracked or warped, but it is just pink, pink, dented in with little spots where your banana-sized teeth have jutted in. All right. T-Rex roar. I'm done. (laughs) Got it. At the end of your turn, it's a legendary action. Uh... Radol punches into the pillar uh, with the metal hand and just shoves it in there, and you see lightning arcing through his body. Whoops. Not trying to write text. There we go. Okay, do. Next up is Kalen. All right. So when he was tapping into the. Did Kalen see him accessing the panel and tapping into the previous pillar? I thought he did because he was standing over here when he did the whole oh, oh, oh. slam. Yes, you did see him reaching into that pillar before. Okay. Okay. He's going to step forward, so that's 10. And he's going to look and see if there's any panels or anything, an access, an access panel type thing on this pillar. Uh, you can use a free action inspection, or uh, not inspection. Investigation check? Sure. I'll use that. Ooh, minus one. Yeah. Uh, you barely make it out, but there is a section of the stone where some of the like some of the grains in the stone mismatch. And you follow that and there's a clear rectangle that you can see. Okay, he's gonna try and see if he can like open it. Yep, takes you a moment, you press in and it just kinda pops out a little bit, you 
tuck your fingers in and feel a little latch and lift and pull it open. All right. What does he see? Uh, it is a series of wires as well as a large rectangular panel. Uh, multiple plugs are sticking out of it, as if you can plug it into yourself. Uh, you can also see a few ports that are kind of on the right-hand side. Uh, there is a small black piece of glass up at the top. Okay. He's going to try and, with his power cell self, place his hand on the black glass. Just him. Because uh, he also knows he has the piece of the black glass in his hand or in his, his arm. Touching the glass itself, nothing happens. But you can see several ports on the side that match one that you can extrude from your wrist. Okay, that's what you would undo. Okay, so it will be your action to interact with this panel in this way? That's fine. Okay. Uh, so, as you do so, uh, this is your initial plug-in, so please roll a d6. As you connect, your vision goes green for a moment, uh, and the whole area flashes. You regain six hit points. Okay. And you can now feel that each one of these pillars is a connection point. The table is a series of connection points. There is a power cell area at the corner of the table. And mm -hmm. since you've already seen this area, you know that's where the orb had been previously. Uh, in order for a more direct contact, you would need to plug in there. You can sense where the two other animated creatures are, but you do not have access to them. But you do see they are connected to the same network. And the word network to you feels very strange, mm -hmm. uh, but you do kind of get the idea of like a net that's been cast over this area and only certain things are caught in it. Okay. A little spider web. Yeah. Okay. But he has no control, no commands he can input or anything like that. Not from here, no. Okay. All right. He will go ahead and, knowing that, disconnect. Okay. And that was his action. So then he would go. I'm at 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Okay. So he will go 5, no, so that's 15, 20, 25, 30. 35 and end here. Do you want to end in the part with the insects? Okay. Yep. Normally I would say that would be outside of it because I know you're trying to maintain your rage. I figured I'd give you the option. Yep. yep. So I need a con save, please. Sounds good. Hey, good. Nice. Okay. So you would save for half, which would be 13, but you were still raging, so they could reduce to six. Six. Six piercing damage. <laughs> That's exactly what I just got back. <laughs> oh yeah. That's okay though. Now he 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 he's got a little bit of a plan now, so we're we're good. And he's gonna just yell to Vren, I think I'm going to try and connect to the power source. Potentially maybe that will give us some more control of him. Sounds good. But this guy might get in the way. He's gonna point to the little beastie boy in front of him. <laughs> That's funny. Never mind. Sorry, I, I recognize something else that is amusing to me. But... And that'll be his turn. Got it, Scarlet. It is your turn. Can she squeeze? I mean, she would hit difficult terrain on one of the two. But I would recommend she hit difficult terrain on the Earth, so yeah. that way it doesn't hurt her. Because <laughs> all it would do is slow her down a little bit. All right. Um. So she has no ranged weapons written on her sheet. So I guess she'll throw a dagger. I'll have to talk to her about that. <laughs> Ren, you need to carry something for ranged combat. She's got five swords and two daggers. <laughs> that completely hurts the throne property. <laughs> so she'll throw. Uh, she'll throw a dagger. Uh, twenty-four. Is the is the uh he's within threat range of the of the T Rex, so sneak attack should work, right? I think it needs to be within five feet, right? Does the sphere count? No, because it's not a creature. 
Sting once per turn. Finesse. The advantage on the attack. Well, you don't need advantage if the if another enemy of the target is within five feet. It says enemy. Yeah, sphere is not a an enemy. Not an enemy. Dang. All right. I appreciate it though. It's and like this spicy shot. lozenge is not an enemy. Uh. Yeah. All right. Although he can't move it now. Oh, he cannot. So the trade-off is you move it by moving, but he can't move it while it's in you. <laughs> Fantastic. So that's uh, eight points of piercing damage. Hey. Is this a magic dagger? No. Okay. Uh, you see it stick in. Have magic damage, so she's dagger. Okay. She might not. I don't remember who has what anymore, to be completely honest with you. That's uh, fine. fine. Okay. Oh, but it sticks in. It does not do as much as she was hoping. Okay. But he has to he actually doesn't it. react to it at all. It doesn't seem he's does not seem to be aware of the attack. Really? Did it affect his concentration at all? Nope. So it went pink. And it's <laughs> stuck in him. Like in, in the dry, crusty body, but nothing happens. He does not appear to take any damage, does not appear to have any reaction to it. Alright. Well, that's her. Um, take a bonus action, hide. She'll try and hide in the rubble that she's staying, or duck down. I don't know if there's any way she can try and hide. Uh, I mean, she can go for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna duck behind this mud pile? <laughs> uh, 23. Damn. 10 to 23. Oh, rogues. Okay. It is now Radol's turn. Thanks for listening. And just as a reminder, if you would like to catch us live, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash happyboomdnd. We are live every other Thursday from around 8-ish to 10.30-ish. Really all depends how many rabbit trails we go down. We would love to see you there, and if you do stop by, be sure to let us know.